What's up, guys? Coming to you live from True Fire Studios. We are Solution Speak. I am your host, Nishamia. A coat, Nishamia. Rewind. Rewind. A coat, Nishamia, okay? <laughs> hey, I'm your boy, you know, Akia Tilio. <laughs> Tilly with the Billy. <laughs> Aye, bro. Aye, bro. I might get you canceled. Ah. All right, guys. So, our topic for today is going to be. It's going to be responsibility. No, it's it's more than that. See what I, okay. what I was thinking about today when I was thinking about the uh, the subject. It was responsibility for your own future. Mm, like okay. that that gives it a because like there's a wide range of what respons- responsibility means and like mm-hmm. and what it ah yeah, my words today it's crazy and what it pertains to and mm-hmm. in what regard so. And responsibility for your own future. It's like you you can't be waiting around for nobody. It's not your mm-hmm. parents. Mm-hmm. It's not you know. It's not the community. It's not your. It's not school. It's not the army. It's not uni. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're responsible for your own future, mm-hmm. and you have to basically orient your life mm-hmm. like you are responsible for your own future. True. Now, I'm sure you just did the whole definition of responsibility. Right. That's actually smart. Responsibility. So Nashamia, please. Tell our five <laughs> listeners the definition of responsibility. According to Oxford Dictionary. Uh, 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 I'm done with Oxford, fam. Oxford was so rough. Oxford was rough last time. Oh you, you was giving tough examples and okay. stuff. So, for those who may or may not know, responsibility <laughs> is a noun, okay? Now, um, definition number one, the state or effect of having a duty to deal with something or of having control over someone. Um, how you say? Definition number two, the state or effect of being accountable or to blame for something. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to, like, highlight accountable, okay? Accountability. Accountability is everything. It just goes hand in hand, exactly. Mm -hmm. So, I have a question for you to start out our podcast, okay? Not you with the questions Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) Okay. So. How have you been a leader in your past? In my past? Yes. Like, a, a leader... Like a leader of your future, but in the past. How, how, how? Like, <laughs> I think back when I was like 15, 16, mm-hmm. uh, okay, more 16 than 15, I was, um, I was trying to figure out how can I make future me proud in mm-hmm. a way. So it was kind of like, I have to do things now to make myself, and it, like, I want to in the future be proud of myself. Mm hmm. From the past, I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's like making my 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 childhood self happy, and so like the things I did was like go out, get jobs, and I like, just build mm-hmm. my experience, like reputation. Mm-hmm. So like no matter what happens, I always have experience and the ability to just do all kinds of things. You know, the, like the situation we was in in Israel, mm-hmm. you don't know. Like even now, like they still don't know what's going on. So like my my best uh, advantage against that was I'll be very skilled in, like, a wide range of things, mm-hmm. whether it's construction, whether it's tech, whether it's, like, computers, and whether it's, like, cooking. And Real estate. Like, I just, whatever it is, I can choose, like, any field to get into and go, I can do something in this. Mm-hmm. I think being a leader, though, I think in terms of, like, my friend group, mm-hmm. I think people, they look up to me. In terms of like business stuff, mm-hmm. like whenever there's like a business opportunity or business idea, mm-hmm. I think I, if not the first, I'm one of the first that like people and my peers, like my boys, let's say my boys, um, let's say like people speaking for yourself, exactly, speak for myself. But I know my boys will come to me like, oh, so they have this idea, this and the other. What mm-hmm. you think? So I think in that regard, then I am a leader. I mean, I'm a leader in a couple of bad stuff, but <laughs> for the more positive things, yeah, I think I've been a leader in terms of like. Being that person people could come to for business or just so like consultation in a way. You've been this way since you were younger in a sense. Not really. I think it's like the like the past years. In terms of just like knowing stuff, mm-hmm. I think I've always known a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I've always liked to like read and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But in the more recent years, then I've been gotten like, more serious about yeah, it. Yeah, in terms of like a specific niche. Like mm-hmm. my friends ask me, oh, that's a little about real estate, that's a little about tech. 
marketing. Like, I do mm-hmm. marketing for a bunch of people. And most people, like, come up to me, like, oh, yeah, so yo, can you tell us about this? Or people just, like, small businesses ideas, like, hey, what you think about this? Mm-hmm. So I'm the person that they come to because they, I guess they take my uh, advice as, I wouldn't lie to you. That's my thing. I don't have a, I don't have a reason to lie to you. So I tell you, like, this is a good idea. This is a bad idea. Or this is a bad idea. This is how you turn into a good idea. Because mm-hmm. I don't think anything is, like, really a bad idea. Mm-hmm. I think it's like the way you approach it. Right. Because <laughs> everything determines. could be sugar-coated and pretty. Exactly, because you can have a billion-dollar idea and go about it so wrong, and then it's like... And then somebody like, else take the idea and it blow up. And exactly. Like, wow, that was And like, oh, that was a dumb idea. Was it? Some of the dumbest ideas turn out to be some of the smartest things to be invented. Facts. I promise you. Facts. Next question. Oh, I'm going to say reverse it. Uno reverse, bro. Uno, <laughs> you talking re- about Uno reverse? Uno reverse. Um, family Uno. Well, to be honest, in the past, I think, I think I've always been ahead of the game. <laughs> I know that's ahead not, of the game. <laughs> that sounds funny, but like the whole game. No, let me. Not even part of the whole. No, game. because I feel like as a child, I would always had like a mature mindset, and that was only because of like how we were raised and stuff like that. So. I think I feel like I took stuff pretty serious. You, Even, you, you take too much too serious. <laughs> Fam, when I was just joking around the rest of my life, you was taking life so serious. Yeah, and oh my so like, gosh. it's like I always knew what I wanted in a way, and I knew what I didn't want. And if it was something kind of wishy washy, I figured it out. But I was never, I was never the type that like sit and wait for the world to happen. Like I always, I have to, I have to always have something I could just keep on and hold on to to keep me busy. I don't. When did you know you wanted to be a teacher? I never asked you this. I still don't know this. Well, um, some years ago we had this. We had this class with um, Maura Odelia. Mm-hmm. Me and her soul rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Um, she was asking around, like, what did everybody want it to be? And surprisingly, not everybody really knew what they wanted to be, really. A lot of people don't know, fam. That's kind of sad. But anyways, <laughs> um, I said a journalist. Mm-hmm. And like journalist ties into being a teacher, really. Like from like in my in my brain, uh-huh. <laughs> it ties to being a teacher. Uh-huh. And so because me, like I've always been into like English, like into writing uh-huh. and stuff like uh-huh. that, literature. Mm-hmm. And so at first I was gonna jump into the field of literature, but then I'm like, ah, I don't think so, right? What discards you from going into like uh, majoring in like literature? Journalist. Well, really, like, I'm into, I already, I do literature every day. Like No, but I'm saying, like, you have, doing literature, then you have, like, a literature major, where, like, you dissect guys from, like, like, like Freud or Dostoevsky or... I mean, I feel like I don't have to go to school to, like, I don't, I didn't feel like I needed to go to school to dive in that field. And plus, like, it didn't, it didn't really, like interest me in that way where I would spend mm-hmm. a lifetime like I would spend a lot of time teaching that or whatever mm-hmm. and plus that's really when you think about it literature is really not that popular in schools besides um, except in like certain places uh-huh. around the world because it's really not that like you don't learn a lot of literature here in Kenya like that but doesn't it I think for me like literature that interested me well was like uh, your Robert Frost. Yeah, that was and, interesting. But I also realized there's like different types of literature. So yeah. Like there's African literature, mm-hmm. there's European literature, there's Asian literature, mm-hmm. there's English literature, there's American, Latin American. I took a course in it though. So like when, <laughs> I don't know, I think if, if I was to do anything in like though, in that sphere, I mm-hmm. think literature would be it. Literature is very because interesting. It's so wide, from mm-hmm. like short stories to you know you have guys that like you trying to dissect somebody like Sigmund Freud mm-hmm. or someone like Carl Jung, where it's like, what the heck? Like, how did they brain come up with this? It's so funny because like when we was in high, was it middle school? When we was in middle school, we had a teacher, and like the way he taught it, it was so interesting to me. Like you learned about the writer, and based upon a writer, you like kind of got him in a way because like you know his history it's like you know 
you know who he is in a way. And then when you like when you read his writing or even like dissect it into different sections or whatsoever, you get it. Mm-hmm. Because it's like I see what like you learned about what time what time was he writing? Kinda like the mm-hmm. time not I wanna say time zone, but like you know I get what you're saying, like the era. The era, yeah. Oh, what era Wow. <laughs> what era it was in, like the Harlem Renaissance, a lot of like black black um literature writer literature poets whatever they were (laughs) they were like making point they were creating poems and stuff that was based upon that time period and like you kind of got you kind of got it in a way i think literature brings like a when you hear people's stories it's like a story literature is a story when you hear people's stories about like let's say like the holocaust Mm -hmm. and or like let's say even um like Auschwitz or even going to like um like Siberia mm-hmm. where like they was doing it was Russian it was I forgot what the, uh what it's called Poland no 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 no, no. But basically Russia was just it was just sending people to this place called the Gulag oh I, and yeah, I remember they have this um this guy he wrote a book called the Gulag Archip- Archipelago I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right but it's a good book. Because he gives you an insight on his place and how people felt and, like, his experiences in his one place. It goes like, oh, my God. Like, you feel like you're there. <laughs> I love books like, like you, that. You read it, and it's a hard read also. Mm-hmm. So it's not, like, I have to go look stop, up. <laughs> look up words, come back. I, I used to do that so much. Realize how dumb I was. Read it again, but then I see the word again. I'm like, aha! I know what, I know you, what you mean now. Right. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Right. Like you, you read these kind of books, and it's, I don't know. It, it does something. It makes you look at life so differently. Different. Mm-hmm. And I love books like that. And like that's something that literature did for me. Like even in high school, when we was doing, he gave you a different point like, of view. Frost, really? Because you're like, oh, slavery was bad. When somebody's telling you like they had to hide their poems and they had to like do all these crazy things, mm-hmm. and it was only after they died that then all they of the stuff got, got discovered. That was crazy. It's like yo, that's the crazy. Times was tough out it's there. like being a literature, like being a um, being a poet. It's like after you die, then you get the most recognition. Somebody find your stuff. Yeah, like that's so weird. But Anyways, I decided to be a teacher because journalism was just not it. <laughs> and I'm not saying that to like rain on nobody else, but like nowadays journalism, it's like anybody can do it. It's not even as special as it was also, before. Also, there's such a controlled narrative around it. Yeah. So like if you're a journalist and, I, and like let's say you're a journalist and you work mm-hmm. for me, you have to print. You, you, like, have, you have to, to do, do stories, exactly what you say. What like. I want you to print yeah, it's based so- on a narrative also. So like if I tell you about like Israel and um, Israel, like different uh, Muslim countries. Mm-hmm. If I'm pro-Israel, you only write in pro-Israel stuff. Mm-hmm. And if I'm pro-Muslim, you only write in pro-Muslim stuff. So like, mm-hmm. there's like, you're a journalist, but you're not really a journalist because you can't. You're not fulfilling the purpose that you set out when it be- at the beginning when you went. That was the whole reason why you wanted to be a journalist. I think somebody Every- told me journalism is like the pursuit of the truth, regardless of what's going on. That's how it's supposed to be. But nowadays, everybody's being controlled. Like the whole media thing is just a control, a way to control the people. How you think Hitler got all those people to turn on the Jews? They had they used the media to control people's minds, and it's like if somebody telling you every day this person is bad, this person is the reason why your nation is falling. This, this, this. You gonna start believing it's it, and the media is to black people. It's so thing. strong, like media it's is the same crazy. Thing they did to black people, fam. Like they yeah. just tell white people, like, oh yeah, this black guy's gonna break into your house and do all this stuff, and mm-hmm. you should be afraid of black men and all this stuff. Yeah, I don't feel like I don't feel like not all journalism is wrong, but like in bad but it's hard and then and then like it's just it's not like it's not it's it's not as exciting as it was before like my mom have a bachelor degrees in journalism and then like back then it was so much like better it was different it was different what's your other question and that's what got me excited oh Another question. Uh, now you made me forget. Oh, nah, I made you forget. <laughs> I hate we just blame ah, them forget did. or somebody yeah. else, bro. Okay, um, mm. we already talked about who influenced you to take on responsibility. Already, we already know that. Um, no, my question in terms of responsibility is, what are you doing? Like, okay, I'm asking you now. Okay, what are you doing? to pursue that goal of your future and it being your responsibility like how do you live your life 
in, ori- in orientation. I think that's how you say that. To mm-hmm. that. Well, to be honest, every day, I I once read this quote where like they're saying that they was like every day, like at the end of the day, if you if you was dying, like what they say, if you was to die tomorrow, would you? Would you be proud of what you did the day before or would you be happy of the things that you did the day before? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Something of that sort. But like I live every day, like my life every day I do something that makes me happy and something that makes me feel fulfilled and like I'm making a difference in somebody's life because to me, that's joy. To me, per- personally, that's joy. Doing something that changed somebody's lives and something that bettered the world. Like that's something that I truly like hold real close to my heart and that's that's really it for me like you know Hmm. do you think that pursuit of something happy can get in the way of you like you trying to you trying to make yourself happy no i take on i understand that happiness is not it's not something that (laughs) it's not something consistent because mm-hmm. your day could be ruined by That's what I was going to ask simple. you. I was like, what happens when you just have a really crap day? Like... <laughs> you just, you're trying to fathom yeah, you happy. like, personally, like, I feel... Personally, I feel like in every day there's something good. <laughs> no matter how mm-hmm. rough your day was. Like, you woke up this morning. That's something good. It, it's a mindset. It's a mindset. That's you know, just um, me. Um, 006. <laughs> what are you that? I don't wanna like I don't wanna name drop her or nothing like that. But she told me about this thing called like being it's like mindfulness. Mm. And she told me like one day, go to your office, like when you're at the office, just go outside and like take notice of everything you don't take notice of. Mm-hmm. The sun, the clouds, the trees. Yeah, you got the stuff bees, to be thankful for. People just be- And she was like, just focus and just like try to appreciate what's around you mm-hmm. right now. Cause like I was always talking about what I need for like next week what I need to do tomorrow mm-hmm. and she was like do you ever just take time to appreciate what you've done last week and what so you, you have can, already so you can have that today mm-hmm. and I was like no because I'm always doing my tomorrow next week and she's like yeah you sometimes know you have to slow down she's like yeah really that's, that's really what she said she's like you know you know yes, you need to just slow down and just appreciate and like be mindful of the things that are in the now like even mm-hmm. when you go outside and you just take a little, uh, like, walk through the garden or take a walk through, like, Carrera Forest. Mm-hmm. All you do is just take notice of what's there right now. Mm-hmm. Not what could be, not what was, what mm-hmm. should be or shouldn't be. Just what is now. What it is. And how can I find appreciation mm-hmm. in the now. I think that's, like, one of the realest. You know, I do believe every relationship or friendship that you get into you learn something there's from something it. that you can take away from that person that makes it worthwhile that's why I don't really regret a lot I don't regret like, even nothing. even some of like, my worst experiences I've been like oh wow I know what not to look for that's a lesson I had no idea I needed to learn mm-hmm. and now I know it yep it's like I don't hold like even with, in regards to her I don't have nothing against her mm-hmm. cause it's like what she taught me she now she got me meditating in the morning mm-hmm. this is like all like these are meditating and journaling it's two Impacts. things and doing the whole stretching thing, the whole yoga thing. Mm-hmm. All this is just a like three essential things in my life now that I just got from this one person, mm-hmm. just from her. And it's like, wow, fam. That's like, all I'll be trying to tell you. It's good and everything. It's a mindset. It's all a mindset. If you choose to be like, just because you broke up with a girl, like you broke up with a few people, your relationships didn't go right, whether that's family, friends, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. If you choose to walk away from all of that and be like, man, I ain't got no good relationship with nobody. Like, if you choose to be so pessimistic and not looking on the bright side of things, because you can learn something from anyone and anything you just have to look on a bright hat man because that's the way that's the way of life because life is not always easy <laughs> trust me you really do but like, i think uh in regards to whole um <clears throat> in regards to responsibility for like your own future i think protecting yourself emotionally and mm-hmm. spiritually mental health is also something good because like people talk about oh, I'm responsible for my future. Like, all they focus on, like, the money aspect of it. Mm-hmm. That I got to get this money, 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 money. But then it's like, where are you even more like... Somebody, you know, somebody asked me the other day, how do you feel? It was that I... It was that I... Um, what's Dom Dio's wife? Haremia. Haremia. 
Shout she's out. Like, she just asked me. She's like, I said, how do you feel? It's like, I don't know, man. I'm life is rough, and I'm going through it. I'm I'm trying my best to stay positive. That's my thing. Like when things get bad. I Yo, like, man, go straight to the negative. Like, I've been trying so hard train recently yourself. to just, just trying to like stay positive. Mm-hmm. Stay positive. Stay positive. Glass half full. This can be way worse, but it's not. So in a way, it's better. Like, that's my thing. If it's not, it can be way worse. So mm-hmm. since it's not way worse, it's, up, like, it's, clearly, it's, it's better. It's good enough. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But like, when I when she asked me, I was like, man, I'm just... I was like, I'm so tired, man. You just work. You just I just trash. been working. I'm just so tired. I'm just like, bro, I just, I need a break. <laughs> but I don't want a break because I know all the responsibility I have. And like, when I was thinking about that more, I was like, no, yeah, Celia, you have to be responsible for your own self first. Mm-hmm. So like, I need that break. Mm-hmm. I need that break for myself so I can be a better, a better version of myself mm-hmm. for future me. Mm-hmm. So, because imagine I was doing this for like, Five years. Would it be worth it? Right? If you over there. And I got all of that, but I'm mentally gone. I'm drained. It's I can't keep a relationship. Nothing is worth your mental help. I promise. But it's like you worth. have to be able to tell yourself, okay, I'm Pause. taking this break for future me because future me is gonna appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And I think if you always look at making future you happy or you doing what's best for future you. You'd always like. There's no way you do you the make, wrong thing. You would make better. decisions. You'd make way better decisions. Cause like even if you think of like every day, just like simple things, watching TikTok, playing on your phone, playing on your computer. It's like me three months from now. It's gonna be pissed. Cause I could have got all this work done. <laughs> even me next week. It's gonna be like, bro. You could. You had all last week. And you just like to play Call of Duty all day. Sometimes you need a break, honestly. But sometimes, like, like I said. Truly believe So, like, that. On, uh, like on, on Saturdays and Sundays, I have to just do me. Do not. I still, like, so, like, in the mornings and stuff, I try to just chill out. Mm-hmm. And then, like, in the afternoon, evening-ish, I do a little work. You should do it all in the morning so you're done. Nah. You tell me, no. I have, to, I have to wake up and just, like, you ever woke up and just decide to do nothing but breathe? <laughs> I do that. No, like, <laughs> you don't want nothing to do but breathe. Like, that's that's all the responsibility you need in the world right now. Mm. I just I just need to breathe. And I, I feel like when you when you take those moments to yourself, mm-hmm. you're doing, like, you're doing yourself such a huge favor you don't know yet. Because like, even in the morning when I do, the, like, the little meditation, bro, I do mm-hmm. a five-minute meditation. That changes my whole day. Like, I can tell the difference between before I was meditating in the morning mm-hmm. and now that I do meditate in the morning. And it's mm-hmm. like... My, my my mind is so much clearer. I feel so much more focused, so much more unidimensional. Mm-hmm. But I think that's also like a problem like a lot of people have is we get so unidimensional on one thing that we want. Let's say like in terms of like finance, you make more money. I want to make more money. You don't see nothing else. You don't see the, the friendship opportunities. Mm-hmm. You don't see the, the relationship opportunities. You, like, all you see is this one thing. Even some business opportunities you don't see because you feel like it doesn't flow, like, directly into the same line as get more money in this regard. So, I think you have to have, like, you, you know how Iman was saying, like, you have to have people that balance you out. Mm-hmm. And, like, okay, now uh, I'm by myself. <laughs> It's just me. Shout out. He's single, y'all. Bro, stop saying that. You don't want to do that to me. <laughs> I got to return the favor. <laughs> no, the point is, I have to be like my own anchor. So I have to be like, it's almost like, um, this might sound bad, but you don't have like voices in your head. Voice <laughs> <laughs> in my head. Oh, shout out to Salah. That was funny. <laughs> no, but you have to like, I need to do more work. And part of you was like, nah, bro, go to sleep. Get some rest, and we just finish it tomorrow. It'll be so worth that, I promise. But like, when you like, nah, I'm gonna crank out this extra three hours. Who needs sleep? And you wake up tomorrow, your day's not going well. So now your day's not going well. You tired? Your up. mood? You hungry? You see, like all these things, we could just went to sleep. Like, I hate if that. Your day was, I hate that. Even though your day isn't probably going well, still, at least you well rested to like mm-hmm. to confront the world. Right. For the rest of the day. You can fight anything once you awake. Time. <laughs> you can't fight nothing to sleep. Or hungry. Or hungry. Sleep and hungry, you're Stop done. waiting to eat late at night. Nah, I don't... Um, no, but... I don't know. I, I, I find it, like, that responsibility 
for your own future mm-hmm. to be like one of the coolest things ever. Because mm. like you realize it's up to me. And I think that's what's really cool about um about like when you realize they have this really interesting quote. Mm-hmm. Like I think they say a man's life. But let's say a, a people have two lives. Mm-hmm. And the second one start when they realize they only have one. Mm. And it's it's really interesting because Everything that you want or everything that you could be mm-hmm. is literally up to you. Right. Like, you're your own best friend and worst enemy. Mm-hmm. And like when, you can, when you're able to control your mind to like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm going to accomplish this year, mm-hmm. this month. Because like you can't, you know, like, people, most people feel that New Year's resolution because they, like, they say, oh, I want a car. I want a car. And I, no, I'm saying, like, as an example, they say, I want a car. Mm-hmm. But that's literally it. I want a car. But, like, six month plan, how am I going to get this car? Right. Three month plan, how am I going to get this car? That's responsibility. Weekly plan, how am I going to get this car? Mm-hmm. Daily plan, how am I going to get this car? Mm-hmm. And all you do, let's say if that was your only goal, mm-hmm. all you do every day is get one step closer mm-hmm. to getting this car. But, like, people people don't know how to break it down. They're like, oh, I'm going to do this. Like, it turned like this motorcycle. Bro, I broke this thing down, fam. <laughs> I know I was getting money this month. I know I was going to have to work this to get this license, get this gear, get this, get this, get this. Mm-hmm. So, like, I had to break it all down. And every day, when I was tired, I'm like, this motorcycle, fam. Do I have to really do this? Do I have to do this? Yes, because future you next week is gonna be mad that he got more work because you last week was wanted bu- to be lazy. Wanted to be lazy and watch a movie and go to your your little girlfriend house. Hmm. You know, but like you have to. I think responsibility goes into like self discipline and priorities. And your your priorities have to be in check. Mm-hmm. No, like what you was like. You always call me like, hey, I stay out. Your priorities are way off. They are. They, no, <laughs> don't say they are. They are. They were. They they are. Oh, tough. They are. Why? Yeah. I think I'm doing good though. I I know I know my weakness. If you I'm feel telling. like you're doing a little better, then you're doing better. Maybe I'm not seeing something. You definitely not seeing something because you ain't up with me in the morning. You be sleep cozy in your I'm little bed. About, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Don't of course, think. but you know that's real haram. You feel me? So I'm gonna keep please. it. I'm gonna keep it halal on this podcast. Get your you your life in order. Mashallah. You feel me? Not mashallah. <laughs> <laughs> mashallah. No, mashallah. Please. I have no idea. May God be with you. Oh yeah, mashallah. <laughs> you feel me? I just asking mashallah. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put mashallah in my bio. <laughs> It's me who be at peace with y'all or something yeah. like that. Salam alaikum. Mashallah. Oh, yeah. What's his accent? Bro, you the accent? Mashallah. Allah. That's so dumb. Bro, you know what's so crazy? I've been thinking about to, to uh, Islam for a minute now. Really? Bro, I'm telling you. That's not going to be a Hebrew Islam? Just, I'm a... <laughs> Islamite, ready? Islam by choice, Hebrew peppers. Ready? I'm telling you, they look like they, they, look like they just got it going on. Like, they just... Oh, man. Muslims really just got it going on. That's tough. But we wasn't Muslim, really. <laughs> so stupid. We wasn't born Muslim. Being a Hebrew is lit. People just don't make it look nice. It's true. That's true. I think being a Hebrew is so lit. It's just Hebrews just give Hebrewism a bad reputation, which is crazy. Oh, for real. Like, like, when, when some people like they're Hebrews, I just be like, uh, I can't I can't be in the same boat with you, buddy. Mm-hmm. Like, you talking about you a Hebrew? I ain't no Hebrew no more. I'm, <laughs> I'll be back when you're gone. Right. That's out of pocket. Okay, so back to responsibility. What what do you feel like is a problem with people taking on responsibility nowadays? I think it's a lot. I think um, okay, from from one regard you have religion, and from another regard you have society, mm. and then you like you also have to like double that with the personal side of it. Mm-hmm. People say being great is hard because it is. Because if it was easy, everybody'd be great. Right. Real simple. Mm-hmm. If it was easy, everybody'd be great. And I think in terms of society, I think this society these days like it's making people weak. Mm-hmm. Like they tell men, oh, it's okay to cry. It's okay to be weak. Who needs to work out? Me, you, you, me. You could cry. No, like what we talked about. Pretty, there's a difference between you mean breaking down. And no, crying. I, there's a, there's a difference between crying because of a sad situation and just being an emotional guy. Fam, men aren't supposed to just be emotional. Oh, my day is so bad. Let me go cry on my pillow. Nah, fam. Eat some onions. Boost your testosterone. Take a cold shower and get back to work. 
all that butty boy, you know, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So I think in terms of that, like society's like making people weak, and it's like it's just taking away from like responsibility. You have a responsibility for your own future. You have a, you have a responsibility for your bloodline. Mm-hmm. And like, there's something like Shamir and like Dil Elrond was saying. He was like, I don't just have a responsibility for myself. I have a bloodline of people. My great, 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 great. They all survived so I could be here today. Mm-hmm. Imagine me doing TikToks <clears throat> every day at 20 years old talking about, oh, yeah, this, how my, this, this, this is my contribution to the world. Mm-hmm. This is your contribution to the world, making videos, mm-hmm. five-second videos. You 30, fam. <laughs> Get a job. <laughs> Go to work. To be honest, to be honest, I kind of get like, and people in the comedian sense, I no. get it. Okay, okay, okay. Because <laughs> comedian be let's, let's make, make my day. No, 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 okay. no. Let's, let's make it a difference. You gotta I'm talk talk about, about. I'm talking about people that aren't making any money. <laughs> all they do all day is scroll to TikToks and make TikToks. Even at 18, at 17, when it, when it first popped off in high school, I'm looking at that like, that gotta be the dumbest thing I've ever seen somebody do mm-hmm. and the more you see it the more you realize how dumb these people are mm. also so you have people on there like doing creative stuff it's like, I'm not talking about them but and also in like in regards to like the, the percentage of people that's doing that if 50% of people are doing something creative mm-hmm. how many people are just wasting time but you know, also, I think that somebody said that the average person spends like six hours on just on TikTok. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that don't include so that don't include Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, Netflix, just TikTok alone. That's wild. There's people who talk about they wake up and sp- they wake up early to spend two hours scrolling through TikTok. But you see, like that goes into responsibility. That goes into accountability. Discipline. That goes into discipline, and you cl- like it. It makes first thing, your attention span is of a goldfish, fam. All you see is instant gratification, instant gratification. You just, like you get this dopamine rush, and you, I don't know it. It messes with your brain. It basically. messes with your brain, but it also messes with the kind of person you are. Mm, like, personality. You get into lazy habits. Mm-hmm. You get into just one more, just one more, just one more. Three hours pass. Just one more. Just one more. Two hours pass. Mm-hmm. Just one more. Just and one that's, more. That's like, two, I've three been, hours you cannot even take back. Exactly. That's and I'm not part. saying that I've never done it. I'm not saying that I'm above that. I'm not saying none of that. Because I've been a victim of that. A victim? I, no, you are, you are a victim. A victim. <laughs> you are a victim of that, fam. You, like, I've been ready. I know I have work. My work phone is right here. I'm doing like this. Looking at the work I have to do. Scrolling through YouTube. Scrolling through Instagram. YouTube is so much more fun Also, now. YouTube is dangerous. Because they put YouTube shorts. Which is the same thing as TikTok. But it's so much better. I ain't gonna lie. Because YouTube shorts got cooking videos. And I like That's the thing videos. though, Birdie. Whatever it is. Cooking videos. If you're not educating yourself, <laughs> you're wasting time. That's all I'm gonna say. And... You can't tell me all your YouTube shorts is educational videos. You can't. I mean, I can look at, I like baking videos and fashion, but more baking because I like baking. So. No, but what I'm saying is like when you know you have emails to send, mm-hmm. or you know you have like a responsibility to do something, and you scrolling through TikTok, while I'm learning how to cook. Shut up. <laughs> Stop lying to me. Sure, that's my, that's my free time though. Like, I be chilling. But, I don't know, man. I think even using free time stupidly is stupid. Like not really. I look. I look for inspiration for inspiration up. for dinner shows and desserts. <laughs> not dinner. I promise. Like I made that. I made that swirl cake. This is what you Noel, Noel. What is it? Bro, I don't know what you're talking about. Noel, 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 or something like that. What, bro? Yeah, it's a. Um, what, it's a French. Yeah, oh, you know, I knew that was a French, French dessert. You know, it's like a chocolate cake, a, a flat now, chocolate you know. cake with some <laughs> with some um cream up in it, and then you roll up, roll it up. Right. Show that was all from YouTube. I looked at it and did it. You saw because I'm a beast like that. But yeah, like I get it's like because I'm a creative person. I like to I like to look at ideas and transform it. That's just how mm-hmm. my brain works. And like you know, no, like that's that's just me personally. I like to be inspired. Mm-hmm. But I mean, other people they be doing their thing. I'm like, oh y'all wow. Yeah, no y'all reckless. <laughs> uh, y'all reckless. No, but but um yeah. But I think um. In terms of, because I spoke about society. Mm-hmm. Now, this is like the part that might get me in some trouble. But in, in regards to religion, 
I think mainly if you look at the history of Christianity, mm-hmm. it literally takes away people's responsibility to do better or their responsibility for their own future. Because mm-hmm. if you're a crackhead, Monday through Saturday, <laughs> y'all are never gonna get over this. All you gotta do is go to church on Sunday. <laughs> and like, what's so crazy is. They say if you're gay, if you're bisexual, if you're a rapist, no matter what, like you can be a serial killer, Brady. Mm. You can legally, legally, fam, be a serial killer, go to prison, and find Jesus. That is crazy. And all your sins is is taken away, away, Brady. Washed away. So you have no responsibility to be a better person. Mm. You have no responsibility to become better than a person you were yesterday. You have no responsibility to be accountable and to face the consequences of the things that come from your actions. Mm. Because you know why? Sunday rolls around. You go in the little confession booth. Ha, 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 ha. You and Jesus laugh and talk. And he take your sins away. (laughs) That's That's crazy to me, fam. That's what That can't be... That can't be the best thing for you because you see like some the biggest progress you can ever make as a person and in life is when you take responsibility for yourself and for your surroundings and you pursue the highest, the highest pursuit of something meaningful that you can. To make an impact on like whatever mistake or whatever you did. But That's you know, true. Hold on, bro. Let me show you this. Let me show you this quote I read today. Mm-hmm. Broke my heart. It didn't break my broke heart. Broke your heart. Nah, oh my goodness. My heart. I don't, don't have a break, heart. Don't. <laughs> Batman. Anyway. <laughs> what is this guy? Man. <laughs> what? Iron Man, no heart. Oh, ooh, bro. You don't say that. Iron Man got a heart. Tony Stark. Barely. I love you, 2000, you know? Barely. Not barely. But, anyways, guys. Um, hold on, bro. Let me tell you this quote. Okay, tell so me. So it was Fred, Frederick Nietzsche, mm-hmm. right? Friedrich Nietzsche. Talking to the mic. Alright. And he has this quote. And this is something I, I think I'm going to get this like on my wall. Okay. He was like, it is absolutely impossible for a suspect. Oh, hold on. <laughs> for a suspect? It's crazy. I'm the wrong thing. Suspect is crazy. Oh my God. That's funny, buddy. Uh, oh, I was actually reading the right thing. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just a different picture. I was, buddy. No, but I... It's something about hold on, fam. I'm trying to find it. I'm trying. I'm trying to find the thing, buddy. Why are you you're so aggressive, fam? But uh, also another example for like I know that you had given an example about Christianity, but it's also the same in Judaism. Like on Yom Kippur, you say sorry and everything, and everybody think mm-hmm. they sins is like washed away. <laughs> like mm-hmm. what? You little sinner, police. And then they go back on, re- on like the other days. Then they go back to sinning just like they did before. Mm-hmm. Like, what was the point of saying sorry if you can't get your act right? You're like, like, come on now. Don't be a fool. Um, um, uh, what is it? How can you say it? 364 days. <laughs> they mm-hmm. on one door and then you decide to say sorry. I found it ready. You found it? I found it. What is the quote? Here we go. I know of no better life purpose than to perish in attempting the great and the impossible. Mm, that's powerful. You, I read that and I was like... Save wow. it, Raj. Hold on. I'm going to read it again. Okay. For yeah. the people who didn't hear For me. For the people in the back. I'm going to read it with my nice accent. For the people accent. on the low. Mm. Put it on high. Let me hear my voice, buddy. Let me hear my voice. Okay, come in the mic. I know of no better life purpose than to perish in attempting the great and the impossible. Mm. So, like, what more do you want out of life than than to pursue something impossible? Something people go, that's crazy. I mean, that's that's what they said about the guy that that, uh, um, invented the airplane. That's the thing, though. You see some of the greatest people, yo, Elon Musk. They were the fools. Like, all your inventors. Now, take personal, all that stuff out of it. Take the person who invented the light bulb. Take the person who invented the computer. All these people think that, that were things that were insane and possible to do mm-hmm. are now possible because somebody had a- spent their life's mission. Their life goal was just to pursue something mm-hmm. that was impossible. What people said was impossible. Mm-hmm. Uh, things that people said That's was so tough. Cool, like that reminds you know like the whole topic of responsibility. It just takes me back to um, one of Abigail's, like one of his classes, history and 
Destiny. This was it. Destiny history or what history and destiny, fam. History destiny, right? And so it was this quote that just stayed in my mind, like the whole, like after watching the whole class, it was like, "Your history is determined by your destiny. Your destiny is determined by your history." And that means like your actions. No, I think this is how you say it. Your actions of your past is defined by your present. Read. That's what basically what it means. It's like it's basically what you were saying. Everything that I do today is for the future me. Mm-hmm. And I can't blame the world because of how things had turned out. Because if I would have did A, B, and C. Then it wouldn't have went that way mm-hmm. if I wasn't associating with B, D, and C. She's going to make B, up. D, A, D, D, D. <laughs> okay? If I wasn't associating with some crackheads or whatever, right? I wouldn't be in jail. Like, that's how... <laughs> that's how life is because I feel like nothing is really like... Well, I'm not going to say nothing, but a lot of things in life isn't just like, boom, why this happened to me? Like, a lot of things in life is really not like that. Only, uh, a lot of people put themselves in situations, and then they don't take responsibility for it. And because of the way society is set up, they, like, they kind of take up for you in a way. I feel like I have that. a question. Okay. How do you think that, as a society, as, like, let's say, like, the kingdom, or just in general, mm-hmm. how can we prepare young people, let's say 15, 16, for that pursuit of... You are responsible for your own future. I was just talking about talking to Veggie about this. When they kids, when they three and four year olds, like with my kids. Mm-hmm. This not is this kids. is how you no, they are my kids. Not my my kids but anyways, I tell them when you do something, everything you do has consequences, whether it's good or bad. Mm-hmm. When it's good stuff, obviously blessings come your way when you do good. That's mm-hmm. just like that's life. Nickel die, no matter what age you are. When you do bad stuff, bad stuff happen. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not next year, but it will happen. Oh, maybe today. And that's just... <laughs> maybe it is I'm today. I'm just saying, like, that's how life happens. That's how life works. And if you teach that to kids at a young age, they would get it. Like, how we got it. When you, when you don't do something right, and you know it's not right, and you still do it, you really think that you're going to get a, a beautiful outcome? Like, come on mm-hmm. now. You teach at a young age, it will... Like it would be instilled in their minds. If I do this, 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 this is gonna happen. Like it would, like the scenes of the consequences would really like play out in their minds. It's like, it's like growing up. And I know this might sound a little interesting, but you know, as a black, like as a black child or whatever, when you have a black parent, like you know, you do something wrong, you know, your butt gonna be no, you beat. <laughs> you know, you get You're beat. Done up, like you already know, and you're mad. You know, my mama gonna beat me. Like, bro, my mama's so gonna kill scared. me. Like, yeah, like so you scared. <laughs> you already know the consequences in your man. But the thing was that was instilled in you, like as a child, you oh, know. My mama's and so kill like, me. and like it's like you have to take responsibility. Would you do you want to get beat or do you want to save yourself? <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. it's like choose your like you have options. Everybody have options, so I think that's a, it's I, you. I think I think in regards to that, that's something good to instill in like in children. Yeah, but I think like once you get into middle school, at a certain age, I think there, there has to be an emphasis on you know something like uh, Abba says all the time when he like when he teaching, mm-hmm. he's like, man, I'm not you know no one cares if you learn or not. They don't. Like, no one cares. Like, I'm going to still get paid whether you learn what you need to learn or not. That's what I've been trying to, like, ooh, yeah. No, but what I'm saying, Bertie, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, when you tell children, like, when you tell teenagers. Just straight up. 13, 14, 15 to 18, you are, like, you will become exactly what you put in the work to be. Right, exactly. Very simple. Mm -hmm. And, like. You you get them to like even like those those um those class uh assignments or whatnot. I I wish in in middle school they had us write down what do you want to be or not not even that who do you want to be because mm-hmm. like what can come about from who and basically if you're responsible accountable. Uh, smart, hardworking person, disciplined person. You could do anything. There's nothing you can't be. You could do anything, be anything you want to be. It, I it's who do you want to be? Do you want to be that responsible person? Mm-hmm. And when you tell people that there's nothing you can't do, like this is something. Who, I think it's something that Taki used to tell me. Dude, this guy used to think he could do anything, <laughs> but he did anything. 
And I was always, I'm always like mesmerized by this guy. Like he, he one of them people that when he says I can do it, I don't care if he's talking about jumping off a roof and flying away. I believe him. I'm like, if anybody can do it, it's this guy. But he had that kind of confidence just instilled to him. Mm-hmm. Their whole family do. I don't know how. I'm just, <laughs> dude, I don't know how the whole family is so confident. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But what I like what I like about Natakia is this guy, when he tells himself, I can do this, he does it. That's control over the mind. That's control though. over the mind. But when you when you have kids and you tell them you are responsible for your future. Mm-hmm. And if you say, I want to be a doctor, I want to be this, I want to be that, I don't care what it is. If you want to be a superstar, you better practice. Regardless, when you tell somebody, buddy, what like there's there's nobody else in the world, right? Mm-hmm. It's just you. Whatever you want to become, all you have to do is do the same thing every day to get better mm-hmm. at it. Yep, Nickelodeon. There's there's no all the oppositions in the world won't even face you. Let me tell y'all something. A lot of these singers that y'all look up to, they did not go to school for to be a singer. I promise y'all. What they did was practice every day, though. They they was practicing Bro, you do every the day. Same thing every day. Let me tell y'all. Don't be don't be trying to get all into that college stuff. So I promise y'all ain't worth it. But anyways, no, but some stuff you need it, of course. But I'm just saying, on certain things, y'all, all you have to do is just practice and work hard. Apply yourself. Man. Apply yourself. Yep. Treat it like it's something that you. We know the girl from yesterday that I bought here to the restaurant. Mm-hmm. But we was talking and everything, and like she grew up in she grew up in like the uh, like a uh, interesting part of France or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But people in her position, ready? Mm-hmm. They've been to some of the most uh, prestigious schools. Mm-hmm. They they um they interned at some of like the the Department of uh, Finance, the Minister of this, the Ministry mm-hmm. of that. Like they okay. big money. She told me all she did was just apply herself. Coming from like this middle, middle, Fast. she grew bro, ready. If she was in Israel, she'd be up in the south side of Tel Aviv, easy. She grew up with your Ethiopian, your Sudanese, your Ghanaians, your Nigerians. That they all put in the south side of Tel Aviv. Mm-hmm. She basically in France. She grew up like around that area, where so people like she grew up around Africans and Muslims. Oh, okay. So, like basically, what she was saying was. All she did was just apply herself. She just interned and worked for less money. But look at her now, the head of her department in Kenya, fam. What did she do? She's the head of. She's the head of. They help. They help French businesses mm-hmm. when they want to invest in Kenya. Then like they like the portal between France and Kenya. Oh, nice. And they contact people or not. But like the point is. When all you have is yourself, mm-hmm. and all you have is like the pressure that you apply to yourself and the things that you want, I want this, mm-hmm. and you realize the only person that stopped me from getting it is me. You, you go, oh really? There, so you, there's, there's no oh I'm gonna blame the system, mm-hmm. oh and even if the system is corrupt, even if it, even if the system plays against you, mm-hmm. bro. So what? Right. Life ain't fair. Right. Get over it. Right. Nickel down. Get over it, fam. Mm-hmm. Life isn't fair. Mm-hmm. Somebody ahead of the race you, you ain't even start running yet. Right. Good luck. Run faster. Get better at running. Right. And I think you have to get... I think you have to get real acclimated to losing. Mm-hmm. Right. Losing teach you the most... It teach you more than winning, if you ask me. But, like, you can only win... People say like if you don't lose, you ain't really like you ain't really you ain't really trying if you ain't losing. Mm-hmm. If you ain't lose at least once, you're not trying. If you lose once, you're not really learning, honestly. Because you have somebody to, told me you learn the most when you lose. Bro, you do. Cause you have to understand what it tastes like, what the dirt tastes like. Right. You need you need Because you know bro. you ain't gonna never wanna be there. Again. You don't wanna be there. I know you told me that one time in one of our podcasts. You know, like sometimes you have to fail in life so you can know where you never wanna be. Sometimes you have to have those low moments. Sometimes you have to struggle through life. And you know, Just sometimes so you, know. you need to like cause people like like fall down and get back up. Uh-uh. You gotta let them fall. No 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 no. Fall, stay there a little bit. That's get into it. Roll around. Mm-hmm. Get dirty, fam. <laughs> Understand how low this is. Right. Get a clear understanding of where you are. And where you never want to be. And where you don't want to be again. <laughs> ah, that's what and you... And that way, when... If you're at rock bottom, fam, even if you're building one block at a time, you're going up. Right. And don't... People... Because people think when you're at rock bottom, this instant bounce back... It's about better to happen. Than, uh-uh, fam. That's when the slow build starts. Right. It's when you fat. It's when you've gotten fat. 
Fam, the weight isn't about to just disappear. Right, just because you worked out a Cause few you, days. Because you worked out a few days. You go in the mirror, you don't see no difference. You ain't going to see difference for months. And plus, everything means each other. I don't know. I think you have to... You kind of have to appreciate that dirt a little bit. Because mm-hmm. you realize... You didn't fall on the stone. <laughs> no, you... You have to realize that you're in this dirt, rock bottom, mm-hmm. because of everything that you've done. Mm-hmm. And you have to reorient your whole life because clearly everything that you was doing got you to here. Right. So you have to reorient everything. And see what got you there. Exactly. And see what, what got you what there. What you do to, to And to change it. Mm-hmm. And to not ever get there again. Mm-hmm. So you got to lose those bad habits. And like getting habits is easy. Breaking habits is hard. Right. Breaking habits is hard, fam. Mm -hmm. Because most people, they get habits unconsciously. But you have to consciously break a bad habit. You just got to know yourself, really. No, 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 no. You have to, I don't care who you are. Bad habits are hard to change. No, I'm saying, if you know yourself well enough, you know that this is not good for me. Like, you catch on, like, after. Oh, when you're conscious of your bad habits. Yeah, you have to. But, you said, that that ties into responsibility. Mm -hmm. And you have to be responsible to yourself. And I, th- I think that responsibility to yourself, to your future self, like I was saying last time, to your future self, to your past self, to like your bloodline, to your generation. That, mm-hmm. that's something that you, that that pursuit of something like that. You you're never like I'm bored. Yeah, because you always have, you something, always to have something to motivate you as well. You have something to motivate you. You have something to look forward to. Something to build forward to. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's not just oh I don't know what I'm gonna do the rest of my life. <laughs> Like, fam, what are you passionate about? Right. If you don't have no passions, go out and try, every day try something new. Right. Nicodemus. Every day read something new, try something new, say something new, do something new, until you find something that's go, that make you go wow. Right. That, that makes you excited. And that wow moment is when you realize this is something I should pursue. Mm-hmm. And whether you're 30, I don't care if you're 60 and you figure that out at 60, fam. Mm-hmm. Pursue it at 60. Pursue yeah. it at 30. Pursue it at 25. Just do the best that you can, honestly. Like, and that's just how responsibility in life works. So, you guys, I would like to um, summarize our podcast. Episode. All right, episode, my bad, y'all. <laughs> Not our whole podcast. You get rid of <laughs> ah, okay, so I'm going to finish. <laughs> I'm going to finish with this quote. By I don't know how to read the name. Oh, maybe that should be our thing. Finish with a quote. Finish with a quote. I think we should do that. Yeah, we should do that. Okay. Right. So this quote, open quote. When you think something, when you think everything is someone's fault, you will suffer a lot. When you realize that everything springs only from yourself, you will learn both peace and joy. End quote. And that's the realest thing I've ever oh. heard. I don't know. It's some weird name. <laughs> I think people say we got weird names. I don't know. I think it. I don't know. Let me read it. Let okay, so it's Mr. Lama or Mrs. Lama. Or it's Dalai Lama. Oh, I don't know. How to, oh my God, that's like I don't know. How to, I don't like to make people name. <laughs> I don't know. Pronunciation is crazy. But anyways, <laughs> you guys, we're gonna end just like that. Oh y'all, y'all can find us on every podcast streaming platform, including YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, you know. I was actually like I was going through the emails the other day, buddy. <coughs> Living life. Just just scrolling, happy as ever. Mm-hmm. I was like, why y'all said y'all? Y'all blew up four hundred percent. I was like, rags. We went from one we went from one subscriber to four. It mm-hmm. was lit. So y'all, if you wanna be the fifth subscriber, Subscribe. Right, be great. And if somebody already took the fifth, you know, so on and so forth. But yeah, if you listen to us on uh, Spotify, drop us a review. Five stars is preferable. <laughs> if you feel like we're not that funny or we're not that interesting, still put five stars because we just nice people. And on Instagram, give us some topics y'all may want us to talk yeah, about. We, we gonna drop. That. We gonna drop a suggestion. Mm-hmm. When is the episode drop tomorrow? We are gonna drop a suggestion box for topics. Mm-hmm. If y'all want to listen to any topic, y'all want us to talk about any topics, let us know and we'll cover it. Alright? Well, we have a favorite song that we like to listen to. My sister's not going to sing it. I know, I know y'all, I know y'all sick of that. <laughs> I'm sick of it too. I got to listen to it every day. Ah. So now we're going to let this all roll in one. Wait, hold on. Three, two, two one. one. Go. Why oh, you have to say go? No. Three, two, one.